people aren't allowed to express their unique strengths and how God designed them, the kingdom, the whole team is missing out. Welcome to the Crucible Project podcast. The Crucible Project is a nonprofit organization committed to creating a world of men and women who live with integrity, grace, and courage, helping them to fulfill their God-given purpose. This podcast will discuss important and sometimes difficult topics while delivering practical life applications with men and women who are currently practicing this work. We are igniting Christ-like change in men and women through experiences of radical honesty and grace. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Crucible Project podcast. My name is Andy Spell. I'll be your host today. And I'm very excited to have Mark Mantisit with us today. He wrote a blog post several years ago that uh, was very popular and was read by a lot of folks. And we're going to be talking about that blog post. It's called Ancient Leadership, Nine Qualities of a Strong King. And so today we're going to be talking about being a strong king or queen strong sovereign, because we know that there will be women who are listening to this as well. And uh, man, you can can lead in a way that you are a sovereign in your world as well. So we will be uh, talking about, uh, when we say king, we're going to mean king, queen, sovereign. It's all the same thing. And and we hope that you uh, can learn, all of us uh, can learn a little bit more of how to do life this way. So welcome, Mark. Hey, thank you. Thank you for the welcome. Thank you for the the opportunity to talk about this. I think it's such a huge topic. I actually feel a little anxious being though I get it done in 35. We're not going to get it done. I have to say for myself, it's, it's just, a, it, there's so much to be learned, I think, for me and for others about uh, being a sovereign and being a good sovereign, being a strong sovereign and accessing the king of kings, accessing the sovereign of sovereigns. And as Christians in particular, I think the more I've thought about this as I've been preparing, like it's a a thing I really want to say is we have such a unique access to sovereignty or the sovereign and our king is so unique compared to other, other kings in the world that we live in. So I think by us having access to King Jesus, we just have a special opportunity, special power, special responsibility as Christians. Yeah, to step into that. Thank you. Yeah. So um, tell me a little bit about yourself, uh, just so the people at, at home can know who I'm talking to you, uh, family, and kind of what you do. Sure. Uh, definitely. I think I've talked to you before. I'll always err on the side of being a, a good husband and father. Those are my most important roles. I have a 13-year-old boy. He's crazy. He's a monster at times. <laughs> and uh, uh, But like the stock market, you know, when I step back out of the day-to-day, there is an upward trend. Um, so <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. I'm happy yeah. to see that. Um, and my daughter, as much as she's my princess, she's nine years old now, um, she can be a monster as well. Uh, she's, you know, I sometimes have the the dad colored glasses, but you know, it's the same deal. When I step back, she really is also beautiful and terrible at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, what is it that you do day to day? What are you, yeah. What do you do? Yeah. Yeah. I teach high school English. I've been teaching for over 18 years. And I also in the last three, I think three something years, I've been practicing therapy, mental health therapy, I've done a little coaching too. And uh, those are really in my sweet spot. I mean, those for most of my life, but more and more as I've gotten in touch with my own sense of identity, my sense of gifts, 
uh, my passions and my experiences, I'm just seeing like this really is a sweet spot. I'm, I'm very blessed these days in terms of how I get to use my time, you know, even as a dad, even as a dad, it's, there's, it's, it's this energy of, of, of coaching, of, of being a king in a way, same with as a teacher, as a counselor, like there's this just kind of role I get to play, helping other people kind of manage their lives and see their kingdoms. And it's, it's a huge, I'm, it's just great life balance right now, which is not how it's always been. There's been a lot of chaos in my life. And so right now I, I really feel like I'm getting an opportunity to just live my mission in all sorts of areas. It's a big blessing. Man, that's great. So what year did you, I know you're a, a crucible brother. So what year did you do your weekend? I believe it's been a while. I believe it was spring 2004, I would guess. Sometimes I think it's 2003, but um, really I would, I would say 2004, spring, March. Um, it was called Dare to Soar at the time. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. And what was one way that God showed up that weekend that, that you needed? Yeah, the, my very first initial reaction or answer to this question is always that I just needed to become aware. I didn't know that I had so many intense emotions, uh, anger in particular. I didn't know I had such intense anger at my dad, at the world, at other people, at myself. Like there's just so much anger, um, which also was either associated or a mask for all these other emotions, sadness. Um, fear, definitely fear I'm learning is often at the root for me of my anger. Usually that's my go-to actually these days is when I feel angry, I immediately ask myself, you know, am I angry? Like, or, or really is there, what am I afraid of? Is there something I'm afraid of? And usually pretty much nine out of 10 times I'm really just afraid of something. Um, so just having awareness, I thought I was an intense person. Uh, my friends would say, oh, Mark, you know, crazy Mark, he's extreme. He does these things, you know, in my 20s. And yeah, that's still true too. But it was more than just passion and intensity. I realized there's it's actually just emotions and anger and and things that I had from my story that, that I really just didn't even consider, let alone process. So awareness is the big thing that my first thing I got. Yeah. Yesterday I was checking in with some guys. We were just talking and uh, I was doing a check-in and I was checking in sad about something. Mm. And then what I really realized was, man, I was angry. I was mm. just angry about something, but it, mm. it showed up as sadness for me. And I think that's one of those anger is one of the, mm. one of the emotions that I tend to not be able to access at times. So mm. yeah. It's yeah. interesting how I, how unaware of my emotions I was thinking I was really aware of my emotions. Sure, sure, sure. They're, we're complex humans. We are, we are. Yeah. Uh, so I want to jump into this article that you wrote, uh, Nine Qualities of a Strong King. Um, mm -hmm. And what made you start thinking about uh, looking at a king and how a king would live? What was kind of the the genesis of, of this uh this blog post? As with a lot of things, it comes out of my own need, comes out of my own, yeah, just my own desire. I graduated from the two-year program um, in 2006. I pretty much jumped right in. I was, you know, I, as soon as I found this community full of grace, full of truth, full of love, I just, I was, unlike any other community I've ever been a part of, I, I jumped right in. And so I was in the two-year program, did a lot of great work, a lot of coaching, a lot of you know, just becoming aware, learning how to reshape my 
story, reshape the way I live life, interact with people differently, and a lot of good work. And yet at the end of it, at the end of it, I found like, hey, my my warrior is really strong. My lover is really strong. My teacher or wise man is really strong. But I still feel the king, the sovereign part of my personality is really that role, that energy is really still undeveloped, still elusive, still barely knew what it was. So a lot of it was just out of my own need to to keep developing. And I still feel, you know, I don't feel I had a, too many strong role models of good kings in the world or good leaders in the world. Um, in my own home, I, I think there was some definitely imbalances, uh, dysfunction, um, both from both sides, from the queen, mom, as well as the king, dad. Uh, so, so I felt really lost in this area and it showed even at, after the two year program. Oh my gosh, I wasn't fixed. I wasn't perfected. Yeah. Who yeah. would have thought? <laughs> right. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and do we ever get perfected? But I think we can move that direction for sure as we work on yeah. these. Uh, so uh, when you think about the sovereign, and I know we're going to look at different aspects of the sovereign, but what does a sovereign if somebody's like, man, what are they talking about being a king or a queen or a sovereign? What does a sovereign do? You know, so we will we will talk about a few of the specifics of it, but I think some of the big things. So a king or a sovereign rules their kingdom, right, or their queendom, their their sovereign land, and they're supposed to. I think the people look to the sovereign for a few things. They look for blessing. They look for safety, peace, assurance. They look for order. They look, you know, at the root of it really to know that all is well in the kingdom. All is well. We're being taken care of. We're safe. Uh, we talked before about Maslow's hierarchy, you know, the basic food, clothing, shelter taken care of. Okay. After that, love, safety, belonging. Eventually you get to the point where, hey, we're even able to self-actualize and reach our potential. And so, you know, as individuals, as well as, as a, as a whole group, the collective. So I think a, a good sovereign takes care of not only the individual, but also the collective together. And I do want to take the moment to say, again, as Christians having access to the King of Kings, we're able to bring some other elements, not just like earthly kingdom and earthly benefits, but we're able to bring like the spirit. We're able to uh, call people to not just their health here on earth, but just the, the spirit, their spiritual health and eternal health and super big concepts, long-term, long-term benefits, long-term blessings beyond just the, yeah, just beyond the, the, the moment or the short term here and now. Yeah, one of the things that I started struggling with whenever I first started thinking about the king or the sovereign was I kept on my mind sometimes went to those kings or sovereigns or queens that I felt like didn't lead well mm. and weren't mm -hmm. good. And so then all of a sudden I said, well, who do I look to? And I love that you talk about Jesus as, as the king of kings, uh, God as, mm -hmm. as, a, as a sovereign. Uh, and you think about how Jesus, how many times Jesus talked about you know, in, right. in the prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth That's as right. there is in heaven. There's a kingdom we can be living, kingdom of man, kingdom of heaven. There's a kingdom that we can be living in well here that Jesus wanted and talked about. And and he becomes our example of that. I love that you brought that up. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank I Thank you for, for the encouragement. And exactly. I mean, as Christians, king of kings, 
Um, I love that you brought up the Lord's Prayer, right? It's clearly that we're supposed to be bringing the kingdom here as well as being connected to the kingdom uh, in heaven, right? Kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And then also uh, Jesus, another, you know, just to continue to support that point, Jesus talks about, right, the kingdom. When he was down, down here, he's talking about the kingdom of heaven is near. Yeah. As well. And it has come. Yeah. And it it is in the midst of us, right? He was in the midst of us, the kingdom. So that's a, that's an opportunity and a responsibility and power that we have special that we can bring Jesus kingdom now and connect people to the eternal, uh, the eternal kingdom. Yes. That's, 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 I I don't know how to I can't say it in enough words. <laughs> no. You know, and make the world that we want to live world. in. Yeah. 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 I want to make a world that I want to live in. And part of that is leading well. So let's just hop in here because these are so man, these are so good. And so number one that we want to talk about is a king can be or a queen, a, a sovereign, can be someone who rules with infinite blessing and benevolence. Oh, when you talk about that, what in the world does that mean? <laughs> yes, I I don't fully know because I I need to what in the world for real because I I need it. This is for myself as much as anyone else, but again, we walk through this world, you know, are we really getting, you know, is there a lot of benevolence in the world? The world's not all bad. I'm not I'm not demonizing the whole world. I'm not saying the world's all bad. It's and and pure evil, definitely not. But when we read the Bible, when we listen to Jesus, when we sit and dream, when we look at some great art, when we listen to music that we love, I think we, I, you know, we, I think start to get a taste that like, oh, there's something more here. There's something, there's more beauty and there's more blessing. There's more goodness than, than we can, we, we can imagine it barely. Um, but we're not quite seeing it on our day-to-day mundane lives. And I think, again, as Christians, we have not only the vision for that, the access to the one who has the infinite blessings, but we have the responsibility and the opportunity to give that fatherly love, infinite, like just blessing without no strings attached, just just kindness and blessing and affirmation for people. I think people are, include, again, for myself, talking to myself, I think we are starving for someone to do that. Someone who no strings attached can just give us kindness all day long. Yeah. Whenever we can. Yeah. Um, that's something different. Absolutely. Than the warrior. Yeah. Right. The warrior king. Yeah. We got some, we got some warrior kings out there. Um, which I think things need to happen. There's conventional wisdom. Things need to happen. But there's we know what a warrior king looks like. We know executive orders from political leaders. We know fear tactics in organizations. Um, and, and we know cold business policies that just, you know, you got to work, 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 fight, fight, fight. You know, like we know this. We know the kind of the harder king and the warrior king. We know that. But a king that is that, you know, we're blessing is their power. Yeah. And so, and I love one of the things that you said here was even their enemies, that the king That's right. even will love their enemies, really wants to see everyone thrive. And that's just such a different take on the world. Uh, you know, exactly. love your enemies is what Christ said, but it seems like the world says, man, hate people, hate your yes. enemies, make sure they have ill will. 
set people up. You know, we've got to have demons and we've got to have people we're against. So we've got to be fighting all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. And you're right. That, that is definitely pretty uniquely Christian. Um, now, whether as Christians, we succeed at doing that, that's a different thing. But in terms of the, the call, the call from Christ, it's pretty unique everywhere else. It's okay to, like you said, to, to other people to say us versus them. It's to have scapegoats. It's, it's actually kind of par for the course to set up an enemy of some sort to set up an us versus them to set up a division, right? In order to motivate one team. Look at our, in, yeah, look at, look at what we love. Look <laughs> at, we love sports. We love competition. But to, uh, you know, Jesus, of course, says, love your enemies. He, he takes it to a whole nother level. And I think there's something you can help me with this. Like, you know, there's something, there's some verse, some, out there where Jesus talks about like, you know, even, or maybe it was one of the saints, like even, even, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Jesus, like even the non-believers, even the pagans, they, they, they love people who are like them, right? It, that anyone can do that. But as a Christian, we're supposed to be going beyond that. We're supposed to be doing something supernatural, otherworldly, which is even welcoming the enemies people we disagree with. Yeah. You made me just think of Luke uh, 628 uh, says, bless those who curse you. Mm. Mark, what do you think happens to someone when you take the time to bless them, to give them benevolence and blessing? What happens to their soul when a sovereign, when a leader stops and blesses? If it is authentic and real, no strings attached, no other motives. Uh, it is, I think something people if people are anything like me, I think it's something that they've been longing for their whole life. Yeah. I think a lot of us have grown up with some sense of motherlessness, fatherlessness, a lack of blessing. I think a lot of us, if grew up like me, you know, felt that the way to get through life really was you had to, had to survive. You had to be a warrior. You had to toughen up and just make it through. And that's fine. That's okay. I we bless that too. We bless the warrior. We bless the, the, we have to do that. I think that's Christian too, to, to survive and to, and, and to, you know, fight and to be aggressive. Um, however, that's easier to see. Right. I think it's more rare to see, you know, someone who is, the Bible talks about the joy of the Lord being our strength. Someone who is so filled with joy, so filled up with blessing that's where they get their strength. And that's, you know, the, the light casting out the darkness. Aren't there some verses about joy? Absolutely. Um, you know, I think about also, I think blessing can be taught. My uh, oldest grandson was over the other day and, and we like hanging out. And three different times he, he said, Pops, I love you. Pops, mm. I love you. Pops, I love you. Uh, mm. I didn't have to do anything. And I thought, man, yeah. I think this little guy is learning. I was being blessed by his blessing for me. And and I hope that from his mom mm. and dad, from his grandmother and from me, that he's learning that words of affirmation are blessings. And I'm, That's I'm hoping right. he grows up as a young man who steps into blessing and understanding that the blessing is, is better than a curse. Absolutely. Yeah. And you helped me remember the other, the other verse that definitely bless those that curse you. And also, you know, he turns my morning into dancing. Right. Right. And I think that part of that process is less about just toughening up and just fighting through it 
And, you know, it's more about finding the joy of the Lord as your strength, finding his blessing. And that just, that heals us. So I think people get healed. I think people get filled in a way that they have been starving for. And then I don't want to forget also that it's better to give than receive. Um, in some cases, I, I'm very careful with, in some contexts, it's better to give than receive. Um, but I think the, the blesser, love, God's love flowing through me, God's blessing flowing through me is a blessing in itself. Yeah. 100%. So we're going to move on. I could talk about these yes. for hours and I know we don't have that right. many hours. Right. Right. So the second right. one you talked about was unity and joy, that there's a creative creativity. Number two, uh, number one is infinite blessing. Number two is, is a unity and joy. So similar, right? Similar vein, like the, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Um, who doesn't like to go to a good party? Right. Now we can, we can decide, we can definitely we can definitely debate what a good party is to each person, you know, but who doesn't want to go to a place where the people they love are, are happy and experiencing true joy. I, I think joy and blessing are great ways to unify um, people. And even if it's not always, I'm not talking about, you know, just this superficial happiness all the time. That's unity regardless, even in hard times, especially in hard times, unity is a major function of the king. Uh, again, it's expected, I think, for really good sovereigns to encounter, in fact, not just encounter, invite, to invite their enemies, to invite their the people they disagree with, to let those people speak, to let them have a voice, and to do their best to include them in the kingdom. And hopefully with, there will be some level of respect or understanding, some level of unity, just at least knowing where that person stands, even if they're not totally united. I think the you know the blessing helps to unite people, uh, even if it's blessing your enemy. And I think it's 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 again important that we we unify and we accept people, include people to such a degree that even people who disagree with us or who are our enemies, they're still invited. Right. Now you can't, I can't control how they respond and I may have to defend myself to some degree, but that's the first call is to invite. Yeah. And that unity. And I love here, you said it brings creativity and, and why does the sovereign look to creativity in this? Why does creativity bring joy and unity? Um, you know, I, this wasn't what, what I had thought about earlier, but the first thought right now is just, you know, life can get boring. <laughs> <laughs> life gets boring. Life. Yeah, you know, one of the other things we I think we'll talk about in a second is that that the king is supposed to bring order and safety and a sense of expectation, like routine expectations. And at the same time, with with that order and with that unity, maybe some would say conformity, we still are all unique. Right. We're still all unique. We're diverse experiences, diverse beliefs, diverse cultures, diverse personalities. And so it just... I mean, that's that's part of how God made us. And so it would be a, an oppressive place to live if if there wasn't creativity, if people weren't allowed to express themselves in the way that they were, that God designed them to express. Um, and, and I mean, you know, I think we're getting a little, I'm getting a little abstract, but I mean, in whatever situation, in, in my classroom, in my counseling office, um, in my family, uh, in a business workplace, um, at the church, right? 
uh, wherever. If people aren't allowed to express their unique strengths and how God designed them, the kingdom, the whole team is missing out. Absolutely. It'll be a very, again, not just a boring place, but it'll, it'll be less than its potential. Right on. Right on. And I loved uh, how you talked about joy is not just living in happiness. And one of the things I've read and I've heard is joy really is realizing that you can come to the other side of a very hard thing and that you made it. Like I made mm, it. Yeah. I've got joy That's to know right. that I can go through the hard times and make it and still be standing and move forward. And I think a sovereign can say, hey, the kingdom may have been through a really tough time. Yes, and we may have right. suffered greatly, but we're still standing. Yes. We can move forward. Uh, let's let's do this together. I think all those things make us whole when we do that. Yeah, yeah. And even there, you just said the word together, right? Like, like we're doing it together. Right. That's 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 a large part of the joy. You know, sovereign and wise sovereign understands is the the joy. Large part of the joy is we made it together. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't anyone going alone. It wasn't someone saying. Hey, I disagree. I'm out. We disagreed, but we decided we're still going to get through this together. And we did get through it. Not perfectly, not exactly like any single person planned, but together. And we did make it. I love that. For more information about our weekends, please go to thecrucibleproject.org. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Rate and review wherever you are listening and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Also, don't forget to check out myjourneyto.com for your free two-week trial. That's myjourneyto.com. Thank you for listening.